Misha, we should just do this straight way through. We should we shouldn't restart. We shouldn't do any more takes. We should just go first in, one and done. We're just gonna nail it on our first try, right? This is the third time we've done this recording. I don't know what you're talking about. So today we are talking about the girl who leapt through time, specifically the 2006 anime adaptation, which I did not know had to be specified until we did research for this and found out that the girl who leapt through time was was actually a Japanese serialized novel that was released in the 1960s and has been adapted several times into films and such in Japan in the intervening decades, and this version just happened to land in our plate. Yeah, we talk a big game about watching all the time travel movies, making sure we're up to date on all the time travel stories, being the time travel experts. Turns out, we're not perfect. Poe Buddy's nerfed. So, we had never seen this, and the first time we watched this was for Time Lapse, which is cool, because we haven't done that before. Yeah, we haven't actually seen a new one in a while. I mean, we've seen movies like Predestination and The Infinite Man after we'd already kind of been making ours paradoxical, but this is the... We watched this movie last week, guys. Yeah, like, this not... is the first one we watched specifically to talk about it in time-lapse. It was a 2006 anime directed by Mamoru Hosoda. He directed the Digimon movie. Also, Summer Wars, which is the exact same plot as the Digimon movie, but better. Uh, in the first two tracks, I kind of... I did a bit with you, but I'm just going to agree with you on that one. It's, it's way better than the Digimon movie. We've been recommended this movie a couple times, and so we wanted to check out something new. Turns out, it's really great. Yeah, it's a really good movie. It does all the things we like, and that make it good for time-lapse. So, in the beginning of the movie, there's this girl. Does she leap through time? Daniel, I swear to God. So she leaps through time. Her name's Makoto, and she's a schoolgirl, and she's, you know, late for things. How does she leap through time? I'm getting this. She's like, has a bunch of friends, and they play baseball, and, and then she leaps through time, okay? She's on her way to play baseball with her friends, and she's late, and she's riding her bike, and she flips over the train track dividers and almost gets hit by a train. And when she does that leap, thank goodness she leaps through time because she would have got hit by that train so hard. Oh yeah, that train is a final destination prop. It's it's a signpost. We've talked about signposting before. That train is definitely a big signpost. Anyway, so she leaps through time because apparently earlier in that day she had slipped on like a walnut thing, and that walnut thing gave her time leaping abilities. It's like a, it's like a time walnut. Note to self, time walnut. So she leaps through time, and that's really cool because now she can leap through time and, you know, improve things in her life. How does time leaping actually work? Well, first you take a running jump and then you leap. Okay, okay, I'm following. Through time. Okay, I'm not following. Okay, where did I lose you? The time leaping part. Okay, so you get a running start and you, like, okay, it has no, to be I, a okay, slanted circle. Sorry, I understand the leaping part. Okay. It's the through going time. through, right, okay, but uh, <laughs> Yeah, if she just, she leaps through time, she can go to the past or, like, back to the present. And, and she just jumps? She yeah. Just, okay. She, like, rolls when she lands. So when she finds out she can leap through time, she does the first thing that any of us would do when you find out you have time travel powers, and you go to see your spooky aunt who's an art restorer because she has knowledge of these things. Yeah, she, like, totally picks up that she's time leaping. Fun fact, uh, that is the same character from the original 1960s novel, All Grown Up. I find that super interesting. Yeah, it's kind of like a, a reboot sequel. You know, like a Jurassic World or a Ghostbusters. All those things. Uh, her aunt, like, tells her that it's time leaping, and so then she does the thing that... Any one does. Is it fix your past mistakes? I swear to God, Misha, I will get that. So she goes back in time to fix her past mistakes. She just tries to, like, triple loop 180, nail her life, just make it all good and stuff. Yeah, she, like, does well on a pop quiz, and she doesn't burn the cafeteria down while cooking tempura, and she misses getting hit by a flying student. Yeah, there's a flying student. It happens. It's my favorite signpost in the whole movie. And she tries to say the right things to a boy. And then another boy tries to ask her out, and she's like, nope. 
and keeps undoing time until she just realized that she can't avoid that conversation by manipulating the conversation and just decides to avoid him. And she goes to her aunt and tells her about it. And her aunt's like, wow, that's really selfish. You're kind of tricking people by being able to say the right things to them. You're taking agency away from people. Which is really nice, I feel like, because the aunt, having been the previous girl who leapt through time, knows about the lesson, don't be a creep, which we learned in the previous episode of Time Lapse, where we learned that all Western time travel protagonists are creeps. Yeah, you know, with great power, dot, dot, dot. Dot, 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 what? Uh, I don't know. I've just always said with great power, dot, 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 and people generally know what I what I mean. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how that phrase ends. But because she's done this before, she can tell our current protagonist that, no, don't be a creep. If you have time travel, you can be a creep. It's within your power. Don't be a creep. And Makoto says, okay, and then tries to help out her friends. She tries really hard. She sets up the boy that she has a crush on with a girl who has an even bigger crush on him, which is, I think, how friendship works. I don't know. She also saves one guy from being sprayed with a hose by bullies. She, you know, tries to do the right thing by everybody, and then one day she notices she has a limited amount of leaps left. There's a tattoo and it says 90 on her arm. And so she's like, okay, I have 90 leaps left. I can still help my friends. And she takes like five more leaps, and then she finds out the tattoo says 10. Which means she was actually just looking at it upside down, and she really had six leaps left. And now she only has one. She's got one leap left. How will she do it? Probably saving that one guy she had a crush on who is using her bike from before that still has no brakes and almost gets hit by that same train. Yeah, she uses her last leap to go and prevent that, and she thinks that she actually didn't need to avert it. She gets there too early, and then is like, oh, thank God. Oh, man, I wasted that leap, but, like, it was worth it just to make sure that my friends are going to be okay. And then he speeds by on the bike anyway, and she got there too early. Oh no, they're going to get hit by the train. So they're about to get hit by the train, and then time stops. Because it turns out that guy who had a crush on her from before is from like 700 years in the future. Totally from the future. Brings back the walnut with him. It's the thing that gives him time-leaping abilities, because sure. He came back from the future to see this one piece of art that Makoto's aunt is restoring because it doesn't survive going to the future. So he came back to see it, but but then really liked having friends and playing baseball with his friends, so he stuck around. And he only had one time leap left, but he uses it to also save those guys from the train, so he uses his last time leap. But then he has to leave because people from his past, but like people from the present, can't know about time leaping. But because he used his last time leap to save them from getting hit by the train, she has her last time leap left. Can you can you kind of explain to me how time leaping means you can also stop time? No. No, I can't. Okay. So she has one time leap left, and that's really exciting. So so she goes back all the way to the science lab to back when the walnut was there and stops herself from getting time travel. But that means that the boy has one time leap left. He still has his last time leap left. Yeah. So she says, go, go back to the future and enjoy it. And I'll become an art restorer and I'll make sure that this art is safe, that the art that you want to see, it's good. I'll keep, I will keep it safe, which I mean, nothing to denigrate the incredible work of archivists and historians at preserving the past, but 700 years is a very long time, especially considering that apparently this guy comes from a kind of bummer future. Yeah, but the movie definitely proves that you can change your past for the better. It proves that when you use time leaping to help out your friends, that the world is better, so I choose 
to believe in the hopeful message that maybe she can make it survive 700 years. The hopeful messages. What a bummer. Turns out all that's for naught because he sticks around. Yeah, he sticks around and they kiss and it's adorable. So this is different from the other movies we've watched because, first of all, it's the only anime. It's the only one with a lady protagonist. Is it the only one with a lady protagonist? Yeah. How are there not more women protagonists in, in time travel stories? Artsparadoxica.com. It addresses that mucking with time takes away agency from everybody else. And it's a really selfish thing to do. And if you do it, you're probably kind of a creep. Bill and Ted are kind of weird about those ladies, but do eventually create a future space utopia. So I'm going to chalk it up as a win for them. Bill and Ted are like the Mongols of this series. In that their awesomeness doesn't really make any sense in the context of the rest of history. But like, yeah, sure. Yeah, they're just a huge exception. It's a lot more fun and a lot less dark than like prime crimes, which is my shorthand term for primer and time crimes. It's not shorter if you explain it, Daniel. There's some romance, which I know is not unique to our thing, but like a, it's not a creepy, I'm going to figure out everything that you like Andy McDowell and become that person romance. It's also the only one on our list that really involves kids. I mean, I know Bill and Ted is supposed to be in high school, but those those guys are clearly not in high school. There aren't a ton of time travel stories that involve kids, I don't think. Yeah, youth and, I don't know, it's it's playful. It's also really pretty. It's really it's, nice. It's a gorgeous oh, movie. Mamoru Hosoda is a fantastic director. I mean, just beautiful visuals. He has a movie that came out two years ago. Does he? Yeah, it's called oh. Wolf Children. Oh, I gotta go see that. Yeah, I know. I don't know. It was a different movie than the movies we normally watch, which are like sad stories about lonely men who ruin everything with their session. Yeah, I said it before and I'll say it again. It was really nice to finally find a story where the protagonist isn't a creep. Yeah, and they like try to make things better. Like they use it as a superpower. They use with great power, blah, blah, blah. But like after the last time lapse we did, I was really down and depressed about how much having time travel makes you a creep. And then we got to watch this one. And because I hadn't seen this one before, it was kind of a surprise. And when I found out what was going on, it kind of made me more invested in the movie. Moral fibers are really what's necessary to keep you from losing your mind with time travel. What are those? We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Time Lapse. As you probably know if you've listened to previous episodes, we're doing this for our Money is Time campaign, where we turn your pledges to our Patreon into real rewards for you, like posters and other posters. They're awesome. Also, mini-sodes. Also, more episodes of the best found footage Cold War conspiracy time travel tragedy audio drama podcast on the entire internet, Ars Paradoxica. We check. You can pledge to the campaign by checking out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash arsparadoxica. Any amount gets you mini-sodes, and if you donate $10 or more, we'll send you one of those sweet posters. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr. Are we on Tinder? Wink emoji. So thanks for listening to us talk about the girl who leapt through time. Laps. Fine. You get one. The girl who leapt through time laps. (laughs) We'll catch you guys next time.